Hello and welcome to the Catholic Spectrum. Each week I discuss topics related to autism, Catholicism, and pop culture. This week I begin my three-part celebration of Autism Acceptance Month with a look at autistic voice actor and one of my top ten favorite voice actors of all time, Corey Burton. One of my longest lasting interests has been voice actors. When I was very young, I noticed many characters had similar voices. Starscream from Transformers sounded exactly like Cobra Commander on G.I. Joe. Optimus Prime from Transformers seemed like he was also moonlighting as the narrator on Voltron. And then there's a similarity between Looney Tunes' Sylvester and Daffy Duck and Gusto from Gummy Bears and Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles also sounded alike. So, I be- and when I was very young, I saw Star Wars, not Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, excuse me, in the theater for the first time, and I was so enamored by it. I was so, it blew me away so much that I actually talked my parents into sticking around so that I could see the credits. And at that time, remember, this was before Marvel made us made staying after the credits a priority because they would always stick in the little teaser for the next movie in the series. That sort of thing just wasn't done. But nowadays, you kind of have to stick around for the credits. Of course, you could always just do the... Of course, if you're streaming it, you could always just hit the fast-forward button until you see something that looks like a teaser. But where's the fun in that? And what I really like about the credits is when they is when they decide to get all artsy about it and do some illustrations in the background. Pixar does that. Um, Marvel does some really neat ones. The only thing I don't like about, and I still watch the closing credits to this day, the only thing I don't like about it is watching it on television ever since the 90s, I think it was, they started doing it, where they would split the screen and they would do a commercial on one side of the screen and uh, and the closing credits on the other because who pays attention to the credits? Am I right? They would always, I mean... They would always do it like that. And today, streaming services make reading the credits kind of difficult because unless you actually go into the settings and hit the button to make it so that it doesn't load up the next episode, you're going to miss the credits. Of course, you go, I, I know what you're all saying, but what about just checking on IMDb? Yeah, well, I like to do it on, I like to actually watch the credits because people take the time and put that there. And thanks to the, I mean, thanks to noticing all these voice similarities, I noticed the answer to those questions. All those characters were the result of voice actors doing more than one character. Starscream and Cobra Commander were voiced by Chris La- Chris Lada. Gusto and Raphael were both Rob, Rob Paulson. Optimus Prime, Ironhide, and that Voltron narrator were all Peter Cullen. And most of the Looney Tunes, as you probably know, 
were voiced by Mel Blanc up until his death in 1989. And one of the longest actors I've followed is longest voice actors I've followed is Corey Burton. Corey Burton was born on August the third, nineteen fifty-five. He began his career at age seventeen with an imitation performance of Hans Conried. For those who don't know, Conried was the original voice of Captain Hook in the Disney version of Peter Pan. He then studied radio acting under Dawes Butler for four years before going on to work with all of the original Hollywood radio actors. Remember, this was back when radio was much different. I mean, we weren't... we Television had just started out at this time, I think. So, by this time, radio dramas were kind of on the wane, but not entirely... So you could still totally do this sort of thing. They hadn't gone away completely. Um, he then studied radio. I mean, he then studied, um, excuse me, radio. Yeah, under radio acting under Dawes Butler for four years before going. Okay, if you know anything about voice acting, Dawes Butler might be a name that would sound familiar to you. While Mel Blanc is best known for all his work in Hannibal in Looney Tunes, as well as other stuff here down the road too, but mostly his Looney Tunes work, Dawes Butler would probably be best call, be, be called the Mel Blanc. I mean, the Mel Blanc. Excuse me. Why do I say Mel Blanc? I guess it's because of the how it looks and pronunciation. Dawes Butler would be the Mel Blanc of Hanna Barbera. He did Snagglepuss, Yogi Bear, Quick Draw McGraw, Elroy Jetson. Yeah, Butler was a legend on par with Mel Blanc. At first, but Burton was unsure about pursuing a career in voice work because he was shy and autistic. What inspired him to continue voice work was working on the Haunted Mansion after Paul Frees' death. Now, if you're, if you're wondering where I got all this information that Corey Burton is autistic, I highly recommend that you check out I Know That Voice. It's a documentary about voice acting, and it's got all these different voice actors in it. Tara Strong, Corey Burton, Chris Summer, Vic Mignogna, before all the... before he got into all that trouble is on it, too, So because they, they had to get at least one anime person, I guess. Um... And yes, they do mention Mel Blanc in there too. So I think it might still be on Netflix. I'm not positive. I remember that's where I watched it. So, but you know how Netflix is, they don't keep everything. So who knows? But I'm sure you could probably track it down. It's a really good show. And yes, and this was also done about the same time as when um, Tara Strong was voicing. Twilight Sparkle on My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Anyway, back to what I was talking about here. What inspired Corey Burton to continue voice work was working on The Haunted Mansion after Paul Frees' death. Paul Frees, you would probably recognize him as uh, Boris. You would probably know Paul Frees best as Boris Badenoff. Ludwig von Drake, and if you've been to Disney World or Disney, I mean, to Disney World, yeah, Disney World would be the one. He did the voice for the animatronic of George Washington in the Hall of Presidents. And 
the narration for The Haunted Mansion. As well as several people in the Rankin Bass, Rankin Bass, excuse me, animated special Santa Claus is Coming to Town, including the Burgermeister. Burton took over for Freeze on the Disney attractions he worked on, as well as Ludwig von Drake. In fact, he still does Ludwig von Drake to this day. He then worked on, I think his biggest his first big break that didn't involve taking over someone else's work because he would be taking over um, because of taking over Paul Freeze as Captain Hook and no, that Paul Freeze up. Uh, yeah, that was. Let me look back at my notes. I mean, taking over Hans Conried. I mean, Con, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm even saying. I think it's how you pronounce his name. Conried as Captain Hook and Paul Freeze as Ludwig von Drake would probably be when he started working on Transformers. Now, at the time that he was working on Transformers, he got he was working with a big name there too, Don Messick, who was also a Hanna Barbera alumni alumnus. Um, on Transformers, Corey Burden would play such characters as Shockwave, one of the big one of the big bad Decepticons, and Sunstreaker. And he also replaced Bill. And he wasn't done replacing people because some years later he would. Some years later, Disney would do their would make their first foray into Saturday morning cartoons. Not their first foray, their second foray into animated cartoons with Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. And this was where he. I mean, and this was when Bill Scott was taking the role of Gruffy Gummy and Toadward, or Toadie, depending on who you're, who to, who's talking to him. Um, Bill Scott died sometime during the production. I forget when that happened, and then Corey Burton took over on the role of both Gruffy and Toadie. And if you Real, if you go, if you watch Gummy Bears, and I hold, and I totally recommend you do. It's one of Disney's best Saturday, best uh, Saturday morning series. If you get to the point where Corey Burton is doing those voices, you will not notice the difference at all. That's just how talented Corey Burton is. And some other voices, he's still doing work to this day. He still does Ludwig von Drake. Um, he took over for Dale when Chippendale's Rescue Rangers came on. And he also still does Captain Hook. Um, he did Captain Hook when they did that direct-to-video Peter Pan sequel, Return to Neverland, for example. Not to mention every time Captain Hook appeared in um, House of Mouse, including that really cool House of Mouse episode where the villains took over the restaurant. Um, he does Ludwig Mondrake whenever they need him to show up. He's, he'd had him show up in, he showed up in Bonkers quite a few times. He showed up in, um, DuckTales, of course. He showed up in the modern day version of DuckTales, too. And he showed up in, and he, and he played both of the characters on, um, that Kingdom Hearts video game. 
as well as... In fact, he's even played Dale in that live-action animated Chippendale's Rescue Rangers movie that came out a few years back. If you haven't seen that yet, that one's actually better than it's than it would have any right to be. Um, he's done some Star Wars voices, too. He's done Cad Bane and Count Dooku. In fact, he even played Cad Bane in Book of Boba Fett when they had him finally make the leap to live action. He didn't... I don't know if he did the motion capture for Cad Bane, but I do know that he did the voice. Corey Burton has said that he believes his autism helps him a great deal with his work. He once told Will Friedel, a fellow voice actor and regular live-action actor too, but he's more well-known for his live-action stuff than doing stuff like, I mean, than his Boy Meets World stuff these days. Anyway, he told Will Friedel that he feels as if his mind has a file cabinet and this gives him easy access to the voices he does. All he has to do is just search the right file and he'll come up with a good voice for it. Seriously, Corey Burton is really one of the best voice actors in the business. Um, he's also done, He also did Brain. In fact, I think he was the best person to voice Brainiac. Um, I'm sure they've had some other people do Brainiac over the years on Super Friends, for instance. But Corey Burton's delivery on Brainiac is just excellent. I love how cold that his voice sounds for Brainiac. It, it's, I, th- I think it's actually the same voice he did for Shockwave. And and like I said, to this day, Corey Burden is still in my top ten best voice actors in the business. And that has nothing to do with the with him being autistic. That's more like icing on the cake. Just the fact that he considers his autism an asset to his career. And that's this week's profile on autism. In just a minute, I'll give you guys a preview of what's coming next week. Next week, we continue our three-part Celebration of Autism Acceptance Month with another profile on autism. And this will be the first time I'm doing a debt person. We're going to be talking about should we speculate on dead autistic people? And we're going to start our speculations with famed inventor Nikola Tesla. And then we're going to close up the, the month with a look at Internet Reviewer, best known for his series The Mysterious Mr. Enter, Jonathan Rosanke. This has been the Catholic Spectrum. If you'd like to find past episodes, you can find them on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Radio Public, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You can follow me on Facebook. I'm back on there now. My email address is radicaledwardjwt at gmail.com. My Discord handle is radicaledward. Hashtag 7592. And that's Radical with a capital R, 
then a space, then ever with a capital E, then the hashtag 7592. You can find me on Amino as Rock Lobster. And remember, normal is just a setting on the washing machine. We don't get to be normal. See you next time.